What is up, everybody? Ryan back again with another episode of the ATX Metal Podcast. And in this episode, I sit down with Brian, Jeremy, and Ethan of Framing Skeletons from Houston, Texas. And you know, the, the, the music scene is much smaller than you think, even though music can be found everywhere. And, and you know, here in Texas, the six degrees of separation is more like two <laughs> you know and through some mutual friends uh, i was informed of framing skeletons and after jamming their discography like i had to get them uh, on the books and you know we chatted about all the usual stuff like how they formed and oh shit moments on stage and speaking of oh shit moments they got a forthcoming lp that is over an hour long so strap in and it's a concept which uh, the concept is really cool and they'll they'll talk all about it here in in the episode so can't wait to see them. Uh, hopefully they will grace the stage of come and take it live one day or, or, or another local venue here. But, uh, you know, shout out to our sponsors, come and take it live and come and take it productions. Greatly, greatly appreciate them affording us an opportunity to, you know, kind of do what we want to do down there sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes. Uh, speaking of come and take it live, I will be at the show on May 6th, Saturday for Barry Tomorrow, Hollow Front, Afterlife and Siamese and out of all of those I'm down for Siamese and Hollow Front. I, I just th those those two are the ones I'm most excited about. Um gonna pick up some merch, obviously, and just can't wait to have a great time. Speaking of merch, our other sponsor, bumperactive.com. If you're looking for some new merch game in your life, uh hit them up, let them know that the podcast sent you. They are a website, but they also are a physical store off of Burnett Road, so just drop in let them know that the podcast sent you and uh, see what they can do for you but again the guys from framing skeletons were just uh, we just had such a blast we, we went on for about an hour and it, it, it was just it's just one of those moments where you just kind of get in the flow and forget about time so uh here we go enjoy framing skeletons Like I just interviewed a band called Paradise Refined. Absolutely amazing interview. And the music is equally as good. And they're from Tennessee. So as they got to go in, I mean, they were hard. Like, man, hell yeah, boy. I mean, it's, it's, I, I just couldn't help to slip into it. But it's infectious. It is, man. It's, <laughs> the draw. I mean, it's just the once, draw. once you, so yeah, once you get around, people of your ilk it, it uh it, it, it tends to like take over i mean anyway anyway enough about that so uh you guys ready yeah oh yeah sure, skis all right welcome to the show everybody my name is ryan your host from the atx metal podcast today we have framing skeletons from houston a three-piece prog band that will shoegaze your face off uh, go around the room individually and tell me who you are, what you do in the band, and then we'll uh, we'll just go from there. Jeremy, go first. Uh, <laughs> uh, my name is Jeremy. Uh, I sing and play guitar in the band. 
I am Brian Holub. I play drums and do backing vocals. Uh, my name is Ethan Barry. I do bass guitar and backing vocals. Oh, right. Now that we got that tasty chunk out of the way, I have to say I was unfamiliar with your music until I believe it was either Nick Haas. I'm pretty sure it was Nick that informed me about you guys. And once I started going down the rabbit hole, A, your music is long as not long as fuck. I mean, I feel like I'm listening to a black metal album just lengthwise, but I understand now that you guys have so much to fit in those songs. So for someone that can take this question, what give me like a background on on what is framing skeletons? Um, it started it started with uh, Jeremy actually messaging me on because I, I used to be in a band with uh, Rob from Stoneside actually way oh. back in the day. We started back in 2008 and we were just playing prog metal music, just the craziest stuff we could think of and fit into a song. And I kind of took that into Framing Skeletons, but luckily Jeremy was already in that realm anyways. So we both just really connected. Uh, I think he hit me up in 2018 on Facebook Messenger and um, the rest is pretty much history. We just, we write like like stacking blocks almost we just continue on there's no like verse chorus most of the time it's just like a i don't know like writing a story basically yeah yeah no i did notice that and and i guess that kind of correct me if i'm wrong but that kind of stays true to the progressive sound is it's not your standard you know chorus verse chorus verse bridge all that fun stuff it's it's more Mm -hmm. just Here's some cool shit. Here's some more cool shit. Now we're going to float over here for a little bit. Let's revisit this idea back over here. Completely switch it up. Here's a time signature change times five. And then, uh, then yeah, that's the whole song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very much uh, storytelling through sound. Very much so. I can 100% attest that, I mean, obviously all music has a story to tell, whether it's you know, this story that is, is fiction that's just made up out of thin air, or it's a personal story from your life or something that happens. So what, what is the, I guess, what's the, what's the premise of framing skeletons? Is it, is it conceptually based? Is it more of just individual ideas put together in a group? Like, how's all that work? Uh, I think the, uh, the conceptual part definitely comes in on the albums. Uh, you know, we have themes or concepts for the albums that we kind of ran with. But I think as far as the band itself, uh, I, I think that's more of just a, a palette for us to kind of uh, just lay down our creative juices. <laughs> uh, yeah, play to all our influences for sure. I mean, yeah, there's nothing, yeah. no holds barred. Everything's on the table. Exactly. So what are so I guess we'll dip into that. Ethan can attest to that. <laughs> yes, yes, I can. We'll it do, is very much just we'll do whatever we got it. We what we want to do, which is fantastic, actually. Uh what is it that the term that we've uh we've coined is uh the music changes just like Houston's weather or something <laughs> oh, like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that that is what describes FS in a nutshell. Now is is everybody based out of Houston? Yeah, the uh, surrounding area. Yeah. Oh, so Houston is just more just uh, like a kind of centralized. I mean, nobody's going to know what Conroe is if you're out in like Wisconsin or something. They'll know. It. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hell I guess yeah. They're, they're, not they're, li- cheese. they're a little north of Houston. I'm a little west of Houston. So I got you. I got you. So how, do, how does I mean, how do you guys uh, get together and jam? I mean, is it once a month? They I mean, practice it. We place. go west of Houston. 
<laughs> yeah, every, I've got every the, Wednesday. I've got the space in the studio, so they drive to me. I don't do anything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. We got to take ninety nine or or the hour and a half traffic. It's fantastic, but it's so it's worth it. Is everybody Texans? True Texans, or are we transplant? I'm, I'm, I'm a 13 year transplant yep. from North Carolina, so I, I have like roots, but they're still growing. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was born, born in, I was Houston, born in Houston, Houston, raised in Houston. I mean, raised in Cyprus, but still born and raised here in the Greater Houston area. So yeah, yeah. So all three are born and raised in Houston, in in, in Texas, in Texas. You're, yeah, correct. I was just raised out in Celia. Little, it's like an hour outside of Houston. It's a little small town, little podunk. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that, ladies and gentlemen, is a first. As out of, well, I don't want to say a first, but definitely a first in a long time. I have not spoken to a band that is all born, raised from Texas, and still practice play music. And that's man. Okay, well, man, I'm checking it unlocked. All right, I guess I'll I guess I'll go there. Uh, around the room, what's your favorite football team? <laughs> uh, I'll start this. I am not a sports person. I don't watch sports. Uh, I'm in I'm in the same vein as you. Jeremy. I don't really care for football. Uh, I can I can talk to you about it all day, but uh, I'm not proud of my favorite team. It's Houston Texans, of course. Oh man. Okay. I'm a I'm still That's so a Car- lame. I'm still a Carolina Panthers <laughs> fan, so uh, we'll just we'll just put our heads down in shame and walk away now. Yeah, there we go. All right, let's get into the music. So, you guys, how did how did uh, how did Framing Skeletons get together? How did how did the three piece that that I'm talking to today become Framing Skeletons? Uh, yeah. So me and me and Brian played for a while. We played one show with just the two of us. Uh, right before. COVID yeah. Yeah. Then COVID happened, and that kind of shut everything down. And during that whole ordeal, we wrote. Osmium and Luminescence, uh, and during that time frame, uh, Ethan was jamming Blueprint Exchange, just having, I don't know how you found out about us, Ethan, I don't know if... Uh, 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 it was going to, show. shows, going to shows, oh, it was uh, going seeing, to shows, yeah, seeing local shows, and I met Brian through that. Um, oh, yeah, that's right, uh, I met him in Acadia that one time. Yeah, yeah, and I, I've seen him a couple times okay. at other other venues, or I had seen him a couple times at other venues, and uh, yeah, we were just we just mingled... Uh, and I don't know how, I think I maybe just followed the band page uh, and saw that y'all were dropping the record. I remember jamming the two singles that came out before and I was super thrilled. Uh, I will say I've, I've been a fan of these guys since day one and I'm still a fan of Framing Skeletons. Uh, so yeah, was, good. Oh, uh, well, I was just going to say I was just I just jammed the record uh, and then I know me and Brian just kind of stayed in contact. Um Yeah. But I, it just eventually down the line, how it became a three piece was at. So after Osmium dropped, I loved Osmium. Uh, it was right before Luminescence dropped. Brian hit me up mm-hmm. just out of nowhere. I think uh, he was. Oh, I saw your I saw your videos of you playing guitar and you were playing Mastodon songs and stuff. And I'm like, okay, yeah, he knows how to play yeah, in time. He yeah, knows how to yeah, yeah. Yeah, because he, he was, was sending like, me videos of you, bass. and I was like, yeah, this this dude's got chops. I I feel like he could. Yeah, so so Brian slips into my to my DMs, all right, and he's like, "Hey, how, how, would you want to like try to learn some some guitar for 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 framing?" And I was like, "That's totally above me." Uh, <laughs> Jeremy is a fantastic guitarist, but I was like, "Hey, I can I can try bass, you know." And uh, 
just to see where it went. It wasn't even really like super serious for me at first because I just saw it kind of as like a little, I don't know, playful thing of of him hitting me up. But I also just didn't have a lot of faith in myself as like a as a technical player because I have a very thrashy death metal-y background. And so the odd the odd meters and all that are are kind of out of my realm. Uh, or I thought were out of my realm, I should say. But um, I, I tackled the song that Brian had uh, had proposed, and that was Pipe Dream from the first record. And uh, I just grinded it away. Like, I was just knocking it out uh, and, and sending videos just throughout. And uh, they were just super stoked. They had a lot of behind-the-scenes, I think, with, between mm. them two. Again, oh, it just yeah. kind of seemed very surface-level with me and Brian. I, I even ended up going out because uh, I was so dedicated to learning this thing. I didn't have a five-string bass. So I had a four-string bass, and I tuned really weird. I did it like a, the Macedon tuning where there's like a double octave going on, and it, it just didn't work. I got to a point where I couldn't uh, – it plateaued. So I went all the way out to, uh, to Jeremy's house out in Katy, and uh, I picked up his five-string bass, and I learned the rest of the song. So it, it obviously wasn't service level at that point. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, you, you know, you was, came out cool. like that night, and when you were like, "Hey, can I come borrow your bass? I can be out tonight." And I was like, "Yeah, let's go." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and maybe and I don't know. And and grab that, and then just yeah, you uh, you nailed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they were really stoked. The scenes with behind the scenes with me and Jeremy, we had tried out. I want to say three bases before him, maybe more. Yeah, yeah. Was, and it uh, just it they, they would either like. Um, say, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to work on it and then just like not show up or dip the next time we tried to meet up or, you know, they just, I think it was, man, I don't want to, not to sound conceited, but maybe like too complicated. Sure. As far as like, uh, it's incredibly (laughs) daunting and maybe it can be scary, especially if it, if it comes across challenging and it's like, okay, do I need to put like, how much work do I need to put into this? Because I think it's, it's safe to say a lot of people don't like to feel uncomfortable, you know, Mm -hmm. but I I like to just, to just go for it. Uh, And for me, it was fun because I was testing my, my, my ear, you know, because they didn't, they didn't send me parts. Yeah. They didn't send me any parts. I just, they sent me the isolated bass track and, I'm I'm a guitarist. I will say that foremost right now. I'm a guitarist. If you see us play live, a real bass player will see right through me anyways. <laughs> so it was it was definitely a challenge, you know. Uh, that's, bull- just, that's bullshit, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, whatever. I'm, I'm just I'm just saying I, I can't slap. I can't slap the bass. Don't ask me to do slap bass. Uh, anyways. Uh, so, yeah, it was just interesting. You know, I just saw it as a challenge of, of a, a different, you know, note register to listen for. And just hearing the 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 dynamics of the bass part to a guitar part, especially just how much like interplay is going on with the compositions of FS. So, yeah. Long story short, that's how I got here. Um, and uh, yeah. So, are you out of the discography that can be found online? Or what what are you a part of? So, uh, the only release right now is the Rightful Heir to Acrolot. I I did track the bass for that one, and I mean. We do have live EPs that I'm on as well, but the mm-hmm. the recorded right. discography Perfect. is is rightful. Yeah, that's on me right now. Speaking of speaking of the rifle air, um, I had a question. How in the hell do you write and remember a 21 minute song? Can someone 
just explain? Because I I did not even realize what I had clicked on because typically, <laughs> like I was telling Brian earlier today, I was just going through the discography to jog my memory because typically I'll go on a run beforehand and just kind of let it ride. I literally could listen to one song and be done with my run <laughs> with <laughs> with your music or maybe two, depending on the, on how long I want to run. But how, I guess, A, how do you write a 21-minute song? And B, why? Brian? Um, that, that's yeah. a Brian. Yep. Yeah. Oh, um, so the reason why I write a 21-minute song is because all of the bands, like me and Jeremy grew up on and loved, like Dream Theater and uh, Symphony X and Opeth, and they all have at least a 21, 20 minutes plus song or, or longer, or they have more than one. Um, I know dream theater in particular, and also Haken has a 22, 24 minute song, something like that. Yeah. I've got some monsters, but yeah, uh, we just call it like a prog epic. We wanted to do something that embodied everything we were. And, uh, I mean, I wrote it from scratch. I don't know. I, I had a, I had like a, cause I wrote that song from start to finish. So all of it was me and Jeremy kind of takes parts of like what he hears from, cause I write it like a video game song, basically. Yeah. He, I use he fruity loops and, yeah, and every single thing that's in the song that I send to them is a, a click of a mouse. So yeah, it takes me, it actually doesn't take me that long cause you can copy and paste stuff here and there. And, but, um, it took me a long time to write that song in particular, just because it was so much, there was so much I was trying to put into it and so many like influences I wanted to drop into it. And it definitely takes you on a journey of like super heavy, kind of chill, light, mel- melodic. So that's the whole point of, uh, in my opinion, the whole point of having a longer song like that is to have those sections that you're like, man, I really want to listen to that song for that one section or, or this everything together just works and you're excited to hear it all as like a almost like a an opus in a way. Yeah, it's a, it's a composition for sure. And I, I gravitate to that kind of stuff just be like Brian mentioned because of the bands that we listen to, but uh also because I grew up playing uh piano, so that kind of takes me back to those days. Cause, classical stuff, yeah. Yeah, because like I I learned a lot of Beethoven growing up and like, you know. Uh, his sonatas you know those aren't short songs by any means i think the sonata that i played was probably a 30 minute sonata um so it just i don't know it just kind of uh it 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 reflects all those all those days from from my past and and i'm able to kind of put those influences back into it so like with all the all the like piano and the strings and stuff like brian wrote those in in that song i'm not sure what I'm playing or what's actually MIDI in the final recording. I don't, <laughs> I don't yeah, remember I don't what ends up getting played and what ends up just staying, uh, as, as a MIDI, but, uh, it, it, it definitely lets me kind of go, uh, go back into that territory a little bit. So it's, uh, it's nice. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta say like, th- like I was telling Brian earlier, you know, Sunday, I reserve Sundays for podcast stuff. Um, obviously when my, st- we're, we're actually in what we call the creative room. Here I'll kind of spin this camera back. You can kind of see. See how it says creative behind me. Oh yeah, there yeah. You go. Let's get creative. And then um, it, it's for my daughter. She paints and and does all kinds of stuff. She doesn't do it so much now. I mean, she's almost ten. 
and I'm trying to I'm trying to like slowly overtake this room. I've got all my like <laughs> sound panels behind me that I built and all my drum heads and all the flyers and stuff that I've done for shows and there's some crash symbols over here that are trash. But <laughs> I just aesthetic up, nice. <laughs> yeah, like a this band exists, but nice. not in this form anymore. Nice. Uh, it's a local band, uh, and, and it's it's there's a whole story behind this. But I just I just felt like, man, I I just really want that in my space, you know? Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> I've never had a crash symbol break like that in my freaking yeah, life. It was pretty gnarly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks. I I don't. I mean, to do that to a to a symbol, that's that's uh that's how many sticks you had to break. Yeah, that's some slamming. Yeah, that's some slamming going on. That's definitely from a hardcore band. I'll just, I'll just leave it at that. Okay, nice. Yeah, I think he put it in a vice grip, ran it over with a truck or something. <laughs> something. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like somebody took a bite out of it. Like the Hulk took a bite out of it or no, something. Yeah, and that's kind of why. I, that's kind of why I liked it. Is that's exactly it, man. It looked like some something had taken a bite out of this symbol, and I was just in in my head. I'm thinking like, man, there's there's you know, pardon the pun, symbolism with with that uh oh nice to where <laughs> the drummer just literally just took a massive chunk out of that during a set or multiple sets because i've i've seen some i've seen some symbols that were you know on the verge during sets so man so speaking of sets uh when's the first time you guys played as a as a whole unit acadia oh, symbolism symbolism, symbolism. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Pulmonary embolism. I think when that show was. I can't remember the first Acadia show as a three piece. Uh, if that's what he oh, was I, referring to. I remember the show very well. I don't remember the oh, thing. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Oh, oh yeah. no, we remember the show very well. Uh, the show it was, was a train wreck. <laughs> it, it's like how you hear every every person talk about their first show. It's just like everything that goes wrong goes wrong, you know? Uh, oh, hit me with it, man. These are the stories we I love. A, yeah, we were having technical difficulties, uh, so we run like click track and and uh, MIDI to switch all the presets and stuff, and eboards and all that. Yeah, none of that was working. Um, why, in the why moment, I didn't know why. why. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I I found out later on it's because I I switched two of the USBs going into the computer, oh. and for whatever reason, that just killed everything. Which uh, shouldn't have done shit to be honest. Yeah, with you. no, it shouldn't have. The done computer anything. does the right. Yeah, it's it's a USB well, port. It should pick it it's up. Also, it's also it's also really funny now because because one of the devices is universal and it doesn't matter what USB it is. But the other one, yeah. you have to make sure you put it in the same USB every time. And we didn't yeah. know that because didn't know that up to that because you know, at, at the rehearsal space everything stays plugged in, right? You yeah. know, so we prepared for everything we could prepare for. But the problem was the show eh, that what went wrong was the things we never saw go wrong yeah, it was the one know? thing that was looked over <sighs> oh what was it jeremy before we going on we were talking oh. smack about never breaking a string oh my god <laughs> yeah, we jinxed, yeah was, it. we jinxed it so hard I, i've never I, I don't think i've ever broken a string at a show until i said something and then my string broke so, oh my god luckily we were past pipe dream and like i don't think I, I was i was thinking about it i was like i don't think i have any solos in titan i think it's all low so like it broke in, in the right space i just went on with the show uh oh yeah oh yeah me and me and uh me, me and jeremy were definitely just like it's whatever at this point we're just so we're gonna have a good time now yeah 
Yeah, it, was, uh, it was past the point of like, oh no, it's gonna. Uh, Bri- be bad, Brian wasn't like, the most thrilled about it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Understandably so, though. Understandably so. Like, I get it, but uh, yeah, no, it was just hysterical, really, because like the the technical thing, and and the guitar thing, and then for me, like, so I'm I'm not bougie. I don't have in ear monitors, but I was like, oh, I'll just I'll just wear some headphones, and that plan didn't last just because yeah, i think I, threw I, those off <laughs> i move around so much on stage uh yeah. it just wasn't uh practical and uh restricting well yeah, whenever he announces his name his uh what he is in the band it should be bass back vocals hype man <laughs> yeah. Man. Yeah, 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 yeah yeah dude yeah 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 you know that's that's just how it goes uh i got a, i got a lot of energy you know to to give out uh, not, not totally, not because of an adrenaline rush or anything, uh, or the fact that you're 22 to our 32. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Oh. Well, I mean, so yeah. So you're the younger difference. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're 22. Uh, 22 going on 23. Yeah. And how old are you guys? Oh wait, we'll go one time. Brian. 33. Jeremy. I'm 32. Okay, so I'm 39. So we're 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 of the same cloth. <clears throat> The right. Gen, Gen Z guy over here. Way to out me out, guys. Yeah. He's, he's the baby. Yeah, so, there's a decade between us, pretty much. So, so I, I, I fully applaud because I, I judge. Obviously, I go to local shows here at Come and Take It Live and other venues in Austin, and I'm also a judge for certain. Um, like we just did, we just did Vakken, and hey, we did too. Oh, did you? Yeah, we played yeah. the uh, the Houston. We were at the Houston um, Regional. Yeah. Oh man, did it was not a good time. Okay. Wow. Well, I mean, it I've it really boggles my mind that not more bands try to shoot for that. But I guess Vakken is its own its own animal. So if you're not in, because to me when I think of Vakken, I think of just like that European, Swedish, Norwegian fit like that. Right. It's just like <clears throat> the the thrashiest of the nastiest yeah. metal and. We had that going in too. We were like, maybe they're not going to pick us to even, t- you know, partake. We just yeah. wanted to shoot for it just to see if opportunity can happen. Um, and uh, we were also just like, man, they're probably just looking for like death metal stuff. But they gave us, they gave us a shot, you know? No, that's, and I, I will say that's, I don't know. I'm not in a band. I'm not a musician yet. But I definitely, I encourage bands that don't fit that, that moniker of, of, you know, what is thought of is Vakken. But then again, you know, everybody has their own sound and the judges, that's why I like our judging. The, next year, we're probably going to have five judges instead of the three. So that way it's even more, you know, people that have different influences or different likes. And, right. and that way we can kind of get more people in there. Um, because I mean, when you go, like right now, the band that's going is called Steel Lake. They won the state final. They actually came in second. The first band that won was a band called Relent from San Antonio. And mm-hmm. they got disqualified because they are actually signed. They have oh, oh wow. yeah, they have label support, and it's kind of it's kind of on the person that you know put them on the bill, or maybe they didn't read the fine print, or maybe they just didn't care. I don't know, but you know, we always pick a second just in case somebody doesn't get their passport or you know whatever. Because you yeah, have alternate, to, yeah, yeah, you have to fully fund your way out to California to go for the national championship. Uh, which I forget where it's at this year, but it's in San Diego. And then if you win there, then you get to go to Vakken. And, you know, going into it, understanding that we ultimately have like a band's future in our hand. That's how I look at it. I mean, any band that steps on the stage that is performing 
to go to the next level. I'm already trying to see them, you know, at their final destination. And, right. you know, I, you know, shit happens on stage. There was this one band that only got about a song and a half off because, again, technical difficulties came in, plug something in, it didn't work, plug something else in, it didn't work. And they were just, they weren't like scrambling, but you could see the, oh, fuck. But as mm-hmm. soon as they figured it out, man, it was just, this whole wall of sound just came out of nowhere. It wasn't Steel Lake. Steel Lake was, they did it. Is this Crimson uh, Void? It's Crimson Void. It's got to be Crimson Void. I was at the Austin show for the uh, the regional stuff. I was I was supporting the homies. It may it may have been them. I just remember it was. Yeah, yeah. They got a thick wall of sound. They're they're the bass player. The the, their bass wires got messed up or something, and they were only going to play that one song. Man, so yeah, I was, but I was just totally impressed with how they handled it, you know. But at the same time, it was like, well, you know. God, it's one of this is why I kind of like love slash hate being a judge is we have to judge the whole thing, right? Yeah. And right. and you get dinged for technical difficulties or, you know, if it had just been like something happened within the first 30 seconds and then they fixed it, okay, let, well, you can kind of like set that aside. But mm-hmm. the fact that it took so long, it's almost like I wish there was like, man, can we just like do a redo? But either way, when something happens on stage, is there someone is there like this uh i was always curious because i know bands are very tight they're you know they're almost they have to be one unit what is like the look or what is the the motion like oh fuck my my bass isn't doing this thing or Um, you know what i mean like you guys look at each other you see it you know it for me it's more of like uh i i step back and you'll see me look at brian uh, because I think the stuff that ever really happens is stuff that can actually affect tempo. Because as Jeremy said, we have a click going. We have to stay in sync with our keyboards and stuff. So, uh, I mean, that's the only technical difficulty stuff I can think of, uh, really, other than that first show. But, yeah, it's more of like we just kind of we have to hone in and, and listen to Brian because he's, he's our heartbeat, you know? That's that's my tell is I I I stop being all energetic and I I start I walk yeah. back towards the drums and I'm looking at Brian and then sometimes even at our our last show we we actually mouthed we try to talk a little bit just because the space was a lot yeah. bigger you know so that that's just how it goes I mean I don't think it's super sophisticated for us we're not really trying to hide anything we're actually pretty transparent as as individuals on stage mm-hmm. so. Speaking of, uh, yeah, because if oh, go ahead, go ahead, Jeremy. Oh, I was just gonna say, yeah, it's it's good that you look at Brian because if you look at me, I might not see you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You're kinda, you're He's usually like, in his own world. Yeah, you're kind of focused I'm on the very, crowd. And... I mean, uh, not not even the the crowd as much as just singing and and playing everything. Um, He's got the hardest job on the, on the pretty, stage for sure. <laughs> yeah, He's playing all the guitars and singing the songs, and it's I don't know how the fuck he does it, but he does. I was pretty scared at first when I started doing doing all that for this because, like, that's that's what I've done in all my bands before. Somehow, it's just I've I've always ended up singing and playing guitar, and uh, this has by far been the hardest uh, hardest band to do that in. And like, I've I've had to sit down, especially with with Blueprint when it, when I first started doing everything, just sitting down and breaking down some of the parts. Uh, now it's a little easier for me to do that. It's it's a little quicker. Um, but man, it was it was really hard at first. There were some songs I was like, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know why I did this. Why did I do this to myself? <laughs> right. 
Well, did you go back to Brian and just, I mean, were you just real with him? Like, hey, man, I'm, I'm not sure if I can pull this off. Is there anything we can change to make it easier or... You know, like how? Oh, no, I figured it out. It was it was all my own doing. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I'll, I'll I'll track the guitars and, and get all that down, and then when I'm coming up with the vocals, um, I turn all that off. I turn like all that off in my head. I'm not the guitar player anymore. I'm the vocalist, and so when I'm coming up with the vocals, I'm not thinking about what I'm playing on guitar, because uh, <clears> in my <throat> mind, I'm like, well, this is what I want here. So I'm going to figure out a way to figure this out. And if, you know, if I absolutely can't, then like, yeah, I'll, I'll figure something out to change. But that hasn't happened yet. I've always been able nope. to, to figure it out. So hopefully I can keep up. You better it. knock on some wood because this next album is. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there man. are some parts in this next album that are uh, that are pretty tricky. So yeah, we'll, we'll get to the next album in just a second, but I, I just wanted to ask, like, how does how does the writing process go for you guys? Is it I mean, I know, Brian, you said you wrote a <clears> blueprint. From, from in its entirety, no, a rifle air. Oh, I'm sorry, rifle air. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, so how does the, how does the writing process go? Is it more, uh, you know, I do this first and then give it to somebody, or is it more of a group effort? It's it it's song is. yeah. It's I mean it's pretty universal actually with 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 Brian I think because it it starts very midi. There's so much like Nintendo like music yeah. going on like i said i uh, write yeah. video game music yeah with brian stuff it always is going to come it, out midi it, we are not lying it is all midi and it's like everything it's the it's the main melody it's the guitar part it's the bass part it's the drums yeah. it's the keyboard so it's it's a really cool a cool vibe uh it, it it's uh it, it can be hard to discern in that sense but then it goes to jeremy to break it down and then it, it really starts coming to life that way yeah, because that, Brian just, will send me the he'll send me the MIDI file. I'll import that, and it shows like all the breakdown of the tracks. And so I go from there, and I learn the guitar part, and I put actual guitars in. Um, sometimes it's verbatim. Sometimes it's completely different than what he had. It's just you know whatever's inspired. Yeah, whatever Jeremy's moment. feeling. Yeah, and I, then I always tell him whatever I have there is is like a basically a template, and you do what you want with it okay. because that's. That's his job, not mine. I yeah, just, so some things have changed. Song, uh, I'm trying to I think. want him to have that opening. There were, there were some moments in Osmium I think I changed pretty drastically. Yeah. Um, I can think of sure. the last song on Osmium that changed pretty drastically from the mini version. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Like a, like a massive change? Oh my god! Um, it doesn't even sound like the same song for me. It doesn't. <laughs> well, because Brian, uh, he 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 puts in a lot of the just like zeros and big open chords, and so I'm yeah. more melodically driven. So I'll come in, and I'll be like, "Well, I'm not going to do that the whole time." So I'd come up with some chord structure that uh, I guess is is pleasing to my ear, and I'll, I'll put that in, and it just kind of creates more. I just I just try to create more. Uh, just breathe in some life. Yeah, some dynamic. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, it's definitely not like one size fits all, though, when it comes to the, the songwriting process. Uh, I can't speak for Jeremy, but on the, on the, the newer one, uh, I, I took a. Uh, took a jab at writing and I pretty much just built it like block by block by block. I had riffs and I, I just kind of went from there. Uh, it's actually different for me because usually my songwriting process is I don't even record anything. I actually just hammer away at guitar riffs and get it down to memory. And then just try to track it all at once, kind of thing. One take. Here we go. Yeah, <laughs> I I do try to be a one take wonder. I, I'm serious. I really try to. But uh, with this stuff, you know, there's just a lot more going on, and 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 it kind of helps to to minimize 
like or to really focus actually on one bit you know because with me if i'm trying to tackle out a huge section it's like well what section do i even really want to grind out more you know uh i also just have so many ideas spiraling around so i can get really really blind uh to it all so th this go around it was it was easier to, to go with a scalpel at individual parts to write so that's my writing process uh yeah. <laughs> anyway no, I mean everybody. Everybody has their own way to do it. I mean, but the way all of this comes across is just. I mean, like I said, there's just so much going on from from front to back, beginning to end. And the one song that I kind of drew to was uh, "Vital Contrast." Is that is the underdog of Osmium in my <laughs> great song choice, dude? Thank you. I I always try to find because you go on Spotify and you see these numbers and all these spins and you know plays mm -hmm. and it's like you know I, I tend to gravitate towards the ones that don't get the love just to kind of see like man did anybody miss anything and I feel like you know it like as I was just like Blood Moon came out uh, and out the gate and I was like oh this is kind of fun and then. Vital Contrast was next, and I was just like, okay. Because you guys released uh, The Beggar and the Leech as like a single, and then it mm -hmm. ended up in yeah. the album? Correct, yeah. We, well, we yeah. did. We knew it was going to be in the album, but we released it ahead of time. Um, fun fact about Vital Contrast, just to kind of go on that song, I wrote that song probably when I was like 15 or 16. I'm talking 2005, 2006, for like a video game that my brother and i were messing around with just out of my head what and uh and then i <laughs> and then i used it for uh i could i could send you the old file it's hilarious but uh then i used it for um this band because i loved i always loved that song so do you it's are a great you track. like a video game audio dude by trade no i just oh. i grew up on like rpgs and like listening to nobo uimatsu the final fantasy composer okay. and so I, I loved that style and I wrote like 76 songs for a video game that was never going to be made just because I had free time on my hands when I was uh, younger. 70s. Yeah. Just. What are you know, doing today, Brian? Uh, I'm on song 74. We're almost there, guys. Yeah. <laughs> almost yeah, there. Guys. Yeah, he, he sent me the folder. He sent me a link to that folder at one point. I think I was looking through everything and I was just overwhelmed. I was. I didn't listen to everything, obviously. I was just going through and like listening to like, oh, this is cool, this is cool. And I'm like, holy shit, there's so much here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He just like gave it to you, right? To like to get uh -huh. some stuff going. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I got some I got some inspiration actually for Beggar, because he sent me that that file yeah. and I got uh, I hit a wall during the writing of Beggar and there's a section where like the breakdown comes in and that's all brian's I, I took it from i don't even know what song i just took it from some spot i was like that is really cool that sounds like it could go right into what i'm what i'm hearing and so i just dropped that in and learned it and i was like yeah oh, i think there's hell yeah i think there's two parts the burn, yeah. Burn, dun, dun, uh, yeah well and then uh, vocalization da, 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 or scat band da, da, uh, yeah, that one. Yeah, that that part. <laughs> I love it. I love it whenever the whenever the musicians start like reminiscing about the notes and like how they can like you know the ba dippy deep That's how we talk. <laughs> it's this it's this whole other language that only you know it's like tw like twins or you know they have their own secret language. It's like you know yeah. that one yes. thing. Oh yeah, that thing. Yeah, let's switch the ba 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 with the boo. 
Yeah, we got it. And you say you're not a musician? No, I just I just listen to enough people talk about music. Fair enough. Musiclish. Yeah, I've got musicians would be like, it's in the A minor chord, and it's the polyrhythmic. No, she sucks. Yeah, I just just mouth noises. Chords kind of sus. Oh man, ah, good times. So I was looking at your discography, and I noticed you guys have some live stuff. Uh, tell me more about the Prague Space Online Fest of uh, 21. What's like? What was that? Oh, so it, there's an outlet out in uh, out in Europe that uh, that it has a lot of faith in us. Uh, really, uh, they're like our number ones over there. Really, uh, and they they invite us to take part in their their live stream Prague Festival that they do to just get all these bands from all different outlets of the world together. It's a really neat idea. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we uh we got invited to do that. I know you were more in cahoots with it, Brian. Yeah, from that my was memory during the pandemic, and I'm I was good friends mm -hmm. with. Uh, I started out with talking to Rune, and he put us on a on a like radio show in the Netherlands. I think it was Feed the Monkey from Blueprint Exchange. I think he decided to put that song up. He's like, I really like this song. I'm going to play it on a like a radio station he runs in the Netherlands. So I was like, sweet. And then I got into contact with Dario, who pretty much runs a lot of proc space. And he he uh, just asked us to um, play on the proc space online festival, which was basically a festival during the pandemic so that people could actually show off their music. Um, a lot of bands did. I mean, not even just oh, like yeah. prog bands. So there was tons of bands that had stuff. I remember seeing a Dave Matthews thing. Or there was a bunch of stuff. There was like two but, um, days, two or three days worth of music, something like that. Uh, two, two, two. Yeah. two. Yeah, it was a weekend, and it was like everybody had like an hour slot, or not even no twenty minute slot, right? Uh, uh, I think it was thirty. Uh, twenty five. Oh, it was twenty five. Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of bands. A I lot think of it was music. The same as. Same as uh, what we did the next year with High Taste at Home. Mm -hmm. But yeah, yeah, just good friends inviting us out uh, to do it. And we happily did it. We were really thrilled to do it. Um, that was actually our our live debut together, I would say, as a three-piece. Yeah. Actually, was that. Yep. Uh, yep. So uh, yeah, we, we did the four tracks on that. Um, yeah, that was really fun. That was really cool. I was, was kind of nervous because I was like, oh, now I'm actually part of this thing and I got I got to play and record at the same time. And, yeah, <laughs> so it was cool. It was a good time, though. So, Freaking killed it. So, yeah. So, so that was so I'm assuming that was a, a live stream of sorts. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Was it was in it a way. So we pre basically put the yeah. correct. Yeah. So we we put the live show together, and um, you you're told you can do kind of whatever you want, be creative, do whatever you want. We just wanted it to be pretty raw, so we all played into Jeremy's mixer or whatever. I don't know, I don't know like proper terms. Interface, Brian, <laughs> get with the time. He's Interface, the engineer guy, whatever. Uh, I just go boom boom. He, he just beats shit. He just, we all he just beats shit. Interface. <laughs> and, <laughs> Uh, and then uh yeah and uh he just kind of mixed it up and um then put it all together in a video jeremy oh. does most of the behind the scenes work that you know we yeah. he like engineers every album does videos whatever the fuck i don't know <laughs> oh so all the music is mixed mastered in-house yes yeah. sir i do all that do you run your own studio mm -hmm. 
Well, the oh, masters yeah. were Darren at first. Yeah, the the masters were uh, were my buddy Devin. He's got some. Oh, Devin. Uh, sorry. Yeah. I don't know why I said Darren. What the? Yeah, he's, he's got some. Uh, he's got some analog gear that he he's made. gonna listen and, to and uh, be like, oh, I thought we were friends. Yeah. <laughs> Relationship Darren. over, Darren. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Sorry, uh, Devin. I love you. So no, uh, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, no, I was, I was just gonna say, yeah, we uh, we send that out to him for mastering, but I do all the. Uh, all the mixing and stuff in house. So, what about all the uh, what about all the artwork? Uh, um, so, it depends on the album. the the first uh, The first album was Brian's brother. Uh, he yeah, he's an artist. He, he painted that painting. It's oh, actually uh, in the jam space as we yeah. speak. Wait, yeah, so, it's in yep. the. So the blueprint exchange. Yeah. yeah. Yes. That's a painting. That's yeah. a that's yeah. a real painting. We what? have it in the jam space. That's just that's that is a picture of the painting. <laughs> my my younger rad. brother did it on canvas. Yeah, yeah. So we've got that hanging up in here, and it's actually a lot bigger than the the square that's used yeah. for <laughs> the, uh, yeah, the there's, album. There's some overlap, and then he's uh, an art, uh, art major from uh, U of H. Go Cougs! Nice. <laughs> and then uh, Osmium and, and Luminescence. Uh, that's actually uh, a sculpture that my wife did because uh, my my wife does a lot of stuff with clay. Okay. And so we told her like we just want something ambiguous. Did we did we say that we wanted a woman or did we not know? I can't remember. Uh, I know really. we didn't. We just said to, to yeah. kind of do something. We didn't give her a lot to go no. off of. We were just kind of like make it ambiguous and uh, make it about balance. I, I think it's like that was the only thing that uh, we had in mind. Now I because I was curious if if the the because the one thing I looked at was that it looked like they were reaching, but also holding something at the same time. And and I didn't know if there was any like symbolism there. Yeah. It's uh it's supposed to be balancing the, like the, the balls on her feet. Yep. Are they balls? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> round, round, round spheres. <laughs> well, I actually think yeah. it's kind of funny because from my understanding, they're really like Jeremy said, it was just kind of open-ended, like do whatever. Uh, I, I don't think there is like, description of what's going on it's interesting to see other people's mm -hmm. takes though because i've looked mm -hmm. at like our reddit forums and all that people being like i like how she's holding the baby and this is symbolizing like yeah. life and blah 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 and i'm like yeah yeah, yeah that's what it means we did that yeah. on purpose totally <laughs> yeah 100 percent wink wink do you see this yeah yeah <laughs> so uh yeah. no it, it's really cool hearing other people's takes on it i i, I just love that that it was used for the the two parts of of osmium and luminescence and the the color palette's different and they're they're mirrored and and all that yeah that's what that's kind of what i picked up on was it, it looks like almost the, the the two albums are are almost like not in opposition of each other but just going one you know one one's over here and then one's over here so yeah, i mean they, they literally are like uh polar opposites uh even then i think the definition uh brian can can expand on it but i even know the color palette itself they're just negatives of each other so yeah. mm. oh interesting yeah yeah now i'm seeing it what the hell he's gone sorry uh, he's back. no oh, clue what oh, happened we were lost without him no clue what happened <laughs> hey it's technical good. difficulties he said right? hey cool story bro <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here, i'll show you a negative effect <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> oh man, sorry Did about say that. Something wrong? I'm not even sure good. what happened. It just died. Uh anyway, moving on. Uh so this, Are we still are we still rolling? Yeah, we're still rolling, dude. Still we're live. Cool. Well, we're not All live, right. but um we're live in real time. Hey, don't tell them that. Don't tell them that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh we have new music coming up that we can look forward to to stay tuned to. Uh what does that look yeah. like? 
long. Who wants to take the reins? Yeah, right. Right. It's like, like we like the last one released was a 21 minute song. That's most EPs these days. You guys are released. How long? Well, how many songs are on the uh, the next upcoming album? Do you uh, like 13. 12? 13. 13. I was wrong. That's a 13 I was track. By one. Sorry, I can't count. Yeah, it's a, it's a long play. It's our it's our next long play record. Uh, you know the uh, the rightful heir to Aquilot is the sequel to this, to prequel. this prequel that we're doing. <laughs> the album is uh, the prequel. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Are we, are we Star Warsing ourselves? Yeah. Uh, oh, we are. Something like that. Holy shit, we are. Yeah. Except I guess yeah. so. <laughs> it's just well, we did it for a... Star Wars. Get out of our lane, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Get these Jedi no, mind tricks out of here. Yeah. It's an hour and 13 minutes currently in demo form. So with whatever we add, it might be close to like an hour, 15, maybe plus. Who who knows? Man. It's pretty much a double album. We're not even going to lie. Yeah, it's a, yeah. it's a long one. I mean, with today's with today's attention span, how do you I mean, how do you plan to keep people listening? Listen to we, albums, people. <laughs> yeah, we don't. You can watch a whole ass movie. You can listen to an album. I, I, I think we're not even worried about that, to be honest. I mean, music yeah. from the day one has just been really like for ourselves and just expressing how we want to express. Uh, I mean, we we do have the plan of, of you know, releasing a single, maybe two singles before. Uh, I know we want to do a music yeah. video as well okay. to promote it. And, and you know, we, we have been playing shows, so there's kind of money now. So with that money, there may be opportunities to help get somewhere. Who knows? Yeah, some some uh, sort of marketing. Mm-hmm. So we, we definitely, like, this is the big one for us, for sure. We're, we're, we're trying to, we're going to want to promote it as best we can. We want to have merch for it before it drops, you know, so when we're doing the shows, you know. You're just trying to do it right. Yeah, 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 this is we I mean we're like again we're not super big on the process uh of of I don't I don't know what I'm trying to say. So but we're just we're, we still want to put some effort into it. Yeah, cuz the the people that do like it are, you know, they are going to gravitate towards it. We, right. we definitely want to uh you know, have some merch, have some some CDs or some t-shirts or something that we can uh yeah, and shows there. have certainly helped. I mean, shows the shows helped, that we yeah. have played, we've actually had people come back to see us, and that's cool. You know, we're like, oh, wow, yeah. there's there's people that like the weird stuff that we're doing. So, you know, the more shows we play, more people we have, you know, liking our stuff, that'll help with the yeah. record, spread the word kind of thing. Uh, again, the the outlet, the Prague Space out in, out in, uh, out in Europe, they're, they're cool guys, great friends. Uh, they'll, they, they'll definitely try to spread the word for us. Mm-hmm. For sure. And I'll do my thing on the back end like I always do, but you know, it only helps so much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then today's, you know, bowing to the master algorithm kind of thing, you know, oh. it's yeah. yeah just... So go ahead. Oh, you're good. You're good. No, I was done. I was going to say, I, um, the one thing that I like to do that I really think is neat about Spotify. And if you haven't seen the episodic series, I think it's on Netflix about Spotify, how it became to be. And I know every musician has its its qualms about how Spotify pays and, you know, the gatekeepers and breaking in on the playlist because, you know, there's local bands here that went from sitting on my couch with, you know, tens of fans to now they're on tour with millions of plays. And it, right. it's, it's phenomenal just what because, I mean, how many fucking people listen to music every day on just one platform? Because everybody has their platform. Like, oh, we go to Spotify, mm-hmm. you know, Apple Music, Google Play, yeah. whatever. Deezer, all that yeah, stuff. Deezer. Yeah, Deezer. But it's like, I just, as a 
fan of local music. Everybody's a local band at somewhere, right? You just don't, yeah. You just don't flip a switch and you're doing arena rock. But the thing that I love about the accessibility of social media, and this kind of goes back to the TikTok thing we were talking about earlier, is now bands that don't have that big of a reach within one viral track, like that's it. You now you've got eyes on yeah, right. you. You've got millions yeah. of streams. And I just think that it's it's really, really cool. And that kind of goes back to the prog the 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 thing that you guys did. Was it called prog prog scene? Prog prog space. Uh, prog space. Yeah. That first one, yeah. I think that allowing not allowing, inviting bands like yourself to be able to express yourselves and get your music out to an international scene. It, it, it's just amazing. Like, I think that it's, I think that it's really rad. And I think the gatekeepers, they'll always be there, but as the younger generations, even me, like I'm 39, like we said, I'm 39. So, and I still consider myself, you know, a younger millennial, but I think that with the, with the, the help of social media, now more people get to see what they're missing out on. I mean, for example, when I went to your, your radio station on, on Spotify, there's a band that I interviewed called Frostbit, and they're actually in your playlist on, on the radio. And, it's, <laughs> and, and, they're, and they're from Norway, if I'm not mistaken. And they have, That's cool. they have like this corn, new metal vibe going. I don't want to like pigeonhole them because they're definitely not corn. But right. when you hear their music, it is just, holy shit like that is like it's something that i would totally expect out of that region of the world so <laughs> yeah fair enough so whenever <laughs> so whenever you guys release this music like how are you guys going to tackle i guess getting it to to more ears oh uh, that's, that's the <laughs> question of the day right I'm yeah yeah that. yeah <laughs> you know we still got time to figure it out uh i mean that's what most even gonna... musicians deal with right if the if you're like a a more local band or don't have a lot of um outlets you got to kind of try to yeah well and i work I think with what you got i think there's something to be said for the for the spotify thing and you you mentioned you know bands complaining about the the payout and whatnot like of all the people to offer you to play for ex- exposure spotify is the best one like <laughs> yeah i'd 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 as far as the payout on spotify like that's not even I'm not even concerned. Yeah, it's never something I was concerned about. Yeah, sure. it's it's, it's, Spotify a, it's great exposure. Such a, yeah, it's such an outlet. Like, you know, I didn't. We didn't have that ten years ago. We weren't able to get on Spotify ten no. years ago. Bro, and, you had Napster though. Hell yeah! yeah. And and the bands yeah. that we were in, like the only <laughs> the only way that we would have any sort of outreach would be to play shows. And then other than Lime that, wire, it was like, oh yeah, yeah virus. Like, you know, we had we had no other way to get the music out. So with you know being able to upload to Spotify, I think a lot of people take that for granted. I, I'm so so happy that we we're able to put all of our stuff on there, and now I can just be like, oh well, just just look up look us up on Spotify. Look yeah, us it is up pretty, on, it is on pretty Apple dope right. to be like, oh yeah, there's our ugly mugs right when you look up framing skeletons. You know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Of us, so it's it, it's cool. Yeah, uh, no, not even gonna lie, we're really not the most tech savvy band in the world. Like, we don't have a TikTok. We we don't try to post every day. You know, we don't try to get on the Instagram real thing. Um, that's just a different world for us, for sure. But I know that could help if we do that. But I don't think, I, yeah, we I, have super a lot of interest to do so. I think we're still pretty old fashioned in the sense of playing shows. 
that's kind of how that's my take on it because yesterday I was reading this thing and and it, there was something that kind of stuck in my head a long long time ago was any content is good content just put it up and let it live because you may sit there and formulate a game plan on how to make this 30 second reel just absolutely smash and that was what I did actually yesterday uh, I heard this song called Ghost Pepper by a band called Buried Alive some of the most nice. technical guitar playing. <laughs> I know that band. Holy yeah. shit. That, that I band. Just, Sorry. It is phenomenal yeah. <laughs> watching that dude play guitar. And, and I, it's, that's one of those, that's one of them rabbit holes you can just get lost down. And, oh, yeah. And so I, I was like, huh, Buried Alive, Ghost Pepper. And then in the beginning, there's this kind of like, there's kind of this slow burn buildup. And then he just says, I fucked inside a graveyard. And, I don't nice. know why that stuck with me. So I was like, you know what? Um, I'm, I'm going to go to a graveyard. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to make a TikTok. And then, in, you know, I've been so off of TikTok and social media, not so off of it, but I'm like, I just do it whenever it strikes me, you know? And I'm not, like you said, I'm not this constant content creator. I was like, you have to post one to three times a day and do it at this time on this day and this thing. Oh, and, you yeah, know, yeah. And oh use, my gosh. Like, if that's the way that you want to do it, by all means, go for it. Like, I'm yeah, not knocking yeah. you. But at the same time, I feel like if you put the effort in just literally just to get it out, I don't think that you're really serving yourself any justice. But that's just that's just my hot take on the whole, like, social media content creation. But I, it, took, dude, it took me, like, three hours to make this 59-second TikTok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you gotta you gotta think about these big influencers. It's like how much are they pumping oh, out a day? Man. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. But yeah. I'm I'm not sure where I was going with that. But the one thing that I do like <laughs> is that on your social on your on your Spotify, the kind of like when you click on the the picture at the bottom, uh, you actually have a very well written kind of bio. There is so many bands that I've Thanks, like went to and clicked <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, my older brother. And it just and it just says like, I mean, some of them don't even have a a, a bio. Yeah, a lot and, of them are blank. Yeah, we're a band. <laughs> yeah, I, I look look. I know because I I love Spotify in the sense I can find every like nook and cranny of any random obscure super extreme metal band. But yeah, like they it's just like blank. It's just like a period, you know. Yeah, it's I mean, just what I mean, like the opening line is like Framing Skeletons is a progressive metal band from Houston, Texas that fuses the complex polyrhythms and soul crushing heaviness of gent with the thematic consistency and experimentation of traditional progressive rock. Like that's perfect. Thank you. And cause it's like, where are the, I, so many times I hear music and I'm just like, fuck, where are these guys from? And I know that we're kind of in this day and age where we're one click away from learning something new, but we also want that instant gratification of I went here. I need, I need everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah. uh, hats, hats off to uh, whoever wrote that up. And for those listening, if you're in a band, please update your shit because I need <laughs> to know more. <laughs> when, when I yeah. click on I don't want to go to like, you know, Linktree and then Linktree has like 15 different links and you're like, wait a minute, just I want to know where you're from or how many people are in the band. And, you know, the fact that you guys have a display of who you are and then this nice little write up here, like it's, it's definitely, it's good. It's good stuff. I like it. Yeah, I got my older brother to do that. Actually, he's a English major and uh, also from U of H. We're all U of H uh, grads. So. Oh, nice! What? Uh, but yeah, he 
He knows words. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, me and my older brother, my younger brother, not all of us. How many brothers <laughs> you got? Just two. Oh, I'm okay. the middle one. I got you. So, he the middle one. So what? Yeah, what is so, uh? Just quick question. Just a little uh, little side caveat here. What is uh? What does everybody do? Just as like a day job. You don't have to say who you work for, but it's like what do you do and 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 whatnot. I do the fancy sman sheet, uh, swiping right to left all day. Uh, I'm a I'm a cashier <laughs> at a big grocery oh, store. I thought you were uh, like I'm a Tinder profile expert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tinder I set it up that way. You thought you oh, thought. Uh, yeah, no, I uh, I, I work at a grocery store. It's you know. Hey. I pass my time dis- disassociating and thinking about thick riffs all day. <laughs> you're like, you're <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I sell water treatment systems. That's actually what I'm going into right now. I did it for four years, and I'm I'm coming back to getting back in the game. I'm actually yep. I'm actually learning water chemistry myself because I'm a pool boy. So, oh, nice. Yeah, nice. I have learned. I've been working for this company for about a year, and at and full disclosure, it was just out of a necessity. Like I needed a job and, Fair enough. and here was my neighbor that was offering me, you know, Hey man, I'll give you $22 an hour, a company truck. And you go clean these six pools, Mon- uh, Tuesday through Friday, no weekends, no Mondays. I'm like, <laughs> say less fam, sign me up. And nice. you know, I've never had a job where I work a four day week. I've never had a job that had a company truck and it was, it was, it was just this totally new thing. So I was out there just kind of going through the motions and going off what he, what he told me to do. But over the past few months, I've really dove into water chemistry. And if, if, if everybody doesn't know, I mean, there's, it's not a lot, but it is, it is some fucking science that goes into making that water, you know, safe to swim in and chemically balanced to where it doesn't destroy your pool or the equipment. Oh yeah. Um, so I think. Sorry, I'm going on a fucking rant here. If anybody has a pool uh, that they like cleaned in the Austin area, just holler at me. Uh, I'm expanding to Houston next year. So you're telling me you brought us on here just so you could sell that you clean pools? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Damn. just kidding. Damn, I'm they kidding. Got me. They got me. Uh, Jeremy, what about you, man? What do you do? Uh, well, I'm kind of uh, I'm kind of in between right now. I was doing uh, working from home, doing. Uh, uh, not selling storage units. I was reserving storage units, but uh, working from home is not for me. Not like I thought it was. Oh, <laughs> so, dude, I, I yeah. can I can attest to that because again, like when I I it's used to crazy, be, man. I used to be a mechanic. I, I worked for Kia for eight years, and then I just I wanted to further the process and go into like management so I could take care of the technicians because I lived that life for so long, and I knew that mm. they were grossly undervalued, and so I wanted to kind of I wanted to change the 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 atmosphere uh, or basically the mentality of the corporate structure. But of course, <laughs> no. So, <Yeah. laughs> uh, so I quit and then I became a real estate agent. I, I take that back. I got my license to be a real estate agent and then realized that, you know, I didn't have the financial security to keep me afloat for, you know, three to six mm. months in the event that I didn't get a commission. So then I just found this gig and it's just, golly, I cannot work behind a in a in an enclosed space like i it's just not me like i'm out in the elements all day uh you know it's just me in the pool with the earbuds in jamming new music and and tasty riffs and you know taking notes and oh man i'm gonna talk to these guys on the podcast or i mean i'm gonna try and get interview with these yeah. guys so I, yeah. I understand i understand I, I feel your pain on on working from home it's like fuck <laughs> yeah it's, it's pretty isolating I've, i was doing it for uh 
for about a year. No, I was, I was doing it for about six months. And then the other six months I was at home looking for a job. So it was like, <laughs> I've, I've been, I've been stuck indoors for like a year. And, uh, I was just like, I'm going crazy. I gotta, I gotta get out of here. I gotta do something else. Um, so I, uh, I start actually working at my old job again, uh, on Monday. I used to work at the mall and do, uh, phone repairs. Hey, um, I used to be that guy. And, uh, so I'm going to be that guy again for the time being. So, well, I mean, whatever. Until, yeah, go ahead. So I can pull him in. Cause I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to try and get on it at his gig. Actually. I, I, I will say, I will say money. that, that, you know, yeah. one of the, you know, when the end of times starts to near. We may fight over oil right now, but the one thing that we're really going to start fighting for is water because, and I, I have to relook up this fact, but I heard it from, man, it, it, wherever I heard it from, it was like a valid source. It's like all of the water that exists on this planet has always been on this planet. Like you're not, Dang, you're yeah. not regenerating new water, just like you're not regenerating new land. Like whatever is here is here and that's it. So getting into something like water sanitization or water chemistry or even water delivery, I mean, just being in that realm, I feel like is going to be just something that is kind of overlooked because we take water for granted. I mean, we take a lot of things for granted, especially in America. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I will say water is very, very taken for granted for sure. Yeah. I mean, we go <laughs> in every aspect. It, it's like when I was in the Marine Corps, we take these things called Navy showers. And if you don't know what that is, it's basically, you need to just turn the water on, get wet, turn it off. Cause you have to save all the water for everybody mm-hmm. else. Everybody and, else. Yeah. And I mean, it, it's man, we could go on a whole rabbit hole about water, but anyway, um, <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's amazing what we do not think about until it's like holy shit where am i gonna get this from or that from like i just toilet just, paper uh, yeah to- oh god toilet. <laughs> <laughs> such a scam such a scam whenever the, <laughs> whenever the media talks about here comes this storm it's like let me go get 14 fucking packets of toilet paper like why, Look, why i am you- i am the first hand eyewitness uh, like i said grocery stores oh, so yeah. seen oh, that many a man. times did you were you in the stores uh during covid Oh yeah, yeah. I've been at the company that I've worked for for five years. So uh, give me, yeah. give me the. I can't fucking believe this okay. is happening. Story. Okay, look. Okay, look. So, uh, well, actually, it's funny because I feel like you hear it worse through like like news stories or like social media. Of that's course, just how they, it is. They sell fear. But it's just it's just more annoyances, man. You know, because we have to limit it. You know, right. uh, I, I I will say my my store was pretty spared uh, from like crazy like Black Friday kind of kind of energy shoppers. You right. know, where they're like storming through the doors. It's like six o'clock and <laughs> blah, blah 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 blah. You know, uh, we we no. The only thing I really had to deal with, man, is just people being upset that they can't buy more than two things of toilet paper because literally the computer will shut down and be like hey you can't do that you know and then everybody thinks they're they're more special than everybody else like that's just the only thing that you deal with really that's what i dealt with during all of that um it was pretty crazy though uh i never thought that we'd actually have to reserve products of toilet or things of toilet paper for <laughs> our own employees in the back where the uh, of the warehouse like <laughs> They're like, make sure before you clock out, you go get your thing of toilet paper. That's like, I'm like, okay. How about what? Like, I'll I can wash my ass with water, but I, you know what I mean? Like, Jesus Christ! Like, <laughs> Dude, what about wet wipes? Like, what the hell, bro? Okay, <laughs> wet wipes are a game changer. If you don't, if if you ain't on the wet wipe game, I mean, 
We can't be Who friends. Who even are you? Yeah, right. <laughs> Who even are you, bro? Are you human, bro? Uh, but uh, no, nah, man. It's 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 just more people interaction. That's that can be the uh, the crazy part. And you you always have crazy people interactions, no matter if there is some crazy thing going on or not. It's just, yeah, that's, that's just kind of part of the trade. There's a, there's enough there's enough crazy people in the world, but you really get to see people when it's crunch time at the grocery store. Oh, oh yeah. It is. It's quite draining. I've been like, oh yeah, I have no faith for humanity now. Like I thought maybe I had a little bit, but the grocery store, uh, yeah, I don't like people. I mean, I like people, but I don't like those people, I guess. Yeah. The mall didn't help. I love my job. (laughs) Oh yeah. Working at the mall. I'd imagine you'd have some fucking off the charts like what is happening here just yeah well apocalypse. It, it doesn't help that we're trying to pedal like phone cases and stuff for astronomical oh, yeah, yeah, prices yeah, yeah. This, it was this, it was crazy this bastard's one of those guys like he'll reach out the to kiosk. as he's sitting at the kiosk remember him telling me the first time that he, he that's what he was do what he did and i was like oh you're one of them okay <laughs> like I, I about grabs said you there. you're walking yeah, grabs right? you by the shoulder pulls you. yeah i intentionally <laughs> over here you need a phone case yeah your I phone am... doesn't look broken let me help you <laughs> just <laughs> smashes it and it's like it's broken now but yeah i my my worst yeah. is the perfume guys like i can't yeah uh, dude like i understand you have a job and you gotta you know probably hit some sales metrics and whatnot but i am not interested in smelling like you know, hardwood floors after a fucking mosh pit. No, thank you. You know, like, or, or, or some scented actually, floral arrangement. Actually, yeah, that, that probably would be a cool smell, but I, 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 I'd say, I'd say the, the, the concert smell in a bottle would actually probably sell. It's, man, it's, it, 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 it evokes some senses. You know what I'm saying? What, what would that Do even y'all have home Depot? <laughs> <laughs> what, what concert smell is that? We're about to go on a tangent yeah, here. Yeah, let's, let's, run okay. That out. let's okay. Look, let's finish look. out the episode with what does concert in a bottle smell yeah. like for me? Concert in a bottle, right. Is like obviously weed. I think that goes without <laughs> saying, okay. Uh, so it's weed, it's weed and cheap sure. beer or like really light beer. That's like smeared all over like dirty concrete floors that haven't been cleaned. Yeah. Um, also, you know, metal heads will, Save all their money to buy concert tickets, but cannot fathom buying deodorant. So like, <laughs> yo, it's it's a lot of it's a lot of nasty sweat, weed, and 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 beer, and it's always the guy that buys a full beer and decides to throw it in the pit for some reason. I'm like, yes. bro, you just spent like fifteen dollars, and you just wasted your whole beer. Thank you so much for getting it all over my uh my hair. <laughs> I speaking of hair, we uh I I can't remember what band I was talking to, but I wanted to come up with a uh an all-in-one travel solution for uh, musicians that were on the road, specifically that had very, very lovely locks of mane. And someone come up with, uh, I think it was a Metallica title uh, of a song, like, like Wash Em All in Blood, if I'm not oh, mistaken. Nice. So we just were, wash them all, probably. Just, just wash them all. <laughs> And it was like a nineteen and one, so it was like, oh hell yeah, yeah it was like it's degreaser. Yeah, dude, it was like the end all solution. Like, oh, the the van's running low on 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 oil. Fuck it, get the wash them all. Just dump it in there. I mean, oh, yeah, it was- it's cooking oil. It's sanitizer. <laughs> it's it's uh uh it's yeah, motor oil. It's it's, it's literally everything. Uh yeah, I have long hair, and before I dated my girlfriend, I was using like fucking seven in one you know what i'm saying oh, like yeah. i'm so low maintenance dudes are just so low maintenance speaking speaking for me i should say actually 
very low maintenance. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I would love if there was a washing mall. I'm not even going to lie to you. Dude, I wash my hair with bar soap sometimes. You want to talk yeah. about low maintenance? That's I don't it. give a shit. <laughs> Wait, y'all are taking showers? <laughs> yeah. You couldn't tell? Do I smell like the people at the concert? Oh, my God. And all of a sudden, it's like presenting concert in a bottle. And it's just like, you just, oh, I can see the commercial now. Just this somebody shit whipping on stage the beer getting tossed yes dude you know what i mean like i can see the commercial now that would we have okay to, look we so work on all that. i'm saying all i'm saying is when you get there. the skit together we need to get in the video for this it's got to be at come and take it yeah because come and take it's a fantastic venue <laughs> uh and and would be perfect especially like you can get a good camera shot from the balcony you know oh, what i'm saying percent yeah yeah so yeah it, it can happen we're gonna yeah, we're gonna make some money, boys. Yeah, I can't. Uh, t hashtag team in the circle. It's registered intellectual property. No one can steal it. So yeah, nobody can steal it. It's our idea now. <laughs> but all right, well, man, I yeah, I didn't even realize we've already crossed the threshold of an hour. Jesus Christ, um, having so much fun. Uh, before That's how it goes. Before we lose track of everything, uh, let's finish up with uh, up, just upcoming shows. Briefly touch on it, and then where everybody can get a hold of you guys uh, specifically and like support you, like merch or anything like that. Okay. Uh, currently, we have May twelfth and May fourteenth. May twelfth. I'm. This hasn't been like fully. Well, they said we were confirmed, but I haven't gotten a flyer for them yet. But uh, that's Black Magic Social Club in Houston, Texas. And I don't know if you've ever heard of it. It's a really neat, interesting place. No, I've never. Heard it's, of it's, it's it's new and up and coming, <laughs> but it's it's been making waves. Like it was part of the uh, the the Hell's Heroes uh, after party and pre party uh, like venue series and all that stuff. Okay, they they've been getting a lot of sick shows. I've been to, to a couple now. Uh, they're pretty they're pretty thrashy, death metally oriented, but they they seem to dig us. So uh, it's going to be our second outing at Black Magic Social Club. Uh, right. It's just it's like fifteen minutes away from White Oak Music Hall. So okay, uh, if people if, if people like that atmosphere, definitely Black Magic Social Club is a is a cool place. And what right. day is that? May twelfth. Potentially. Yes, May twelfth. Uh, I believe a Friday, and then we have May fourteenth at uh, in Bryan, Texas, uh, Grand Stafford Theater. That place is so cool. We've already played there twice. Um, yeah, it's they're a great putting place. on a big like metalcore show that they just dropped us in, and um, it's metallic hardcore. Say- Brian, get your uh, yeah. subgenres right metallic metallica, metallica hardcore it's interesting yeah metallic hardcore is just like the thrash stuff oh, anyway sorry ethan, ethan really cares about john resing <laughs> yes i do <laughs> he's always like no that's more uh death uh shoegaze uh <laughs> i don't know yeah yeah sorry i mean i'm a nerd i love listening <laughs> to music days. sorry Secretly, Ethan Ethan is the gatekeeper of Spotify. I am, dude. <laughs> I, it's not even a secret. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so uh, anyways, sidetrack. Texas. That's uh, that's near like College Station area, obviously. Sure. A and M. So should be cool. We played there twice, so we love that place. They and that's always have a good May fourteenth. May fourteenth. Really nice. Yup. Yeah. Doubler weekend. Nice. That should that should go off pretty well. College Station always has a good crowd at at, at Grand Stafford. I've heard it's been good. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. it's uh, and I got a bunch of homies out there, so it's just it's it's a good time. Well, where can everybody get a hold of you guys and support you guys at? Like, you got any like Patreon links or anything like uh, websites or anything? Uh, Bandcamp. Bandcamp. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. We're the low maintenance. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. 
Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, we're all on uh, on social media, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, we got a Twitter. It's all just framing skeletons, except for I think Twitter's a little different. Uh, Brian yeah, knows underscore that skeleton. skeleton. Uh, we do have Bandcamp. Uh, we obviously on a lot of music platforms. We're on Spotify, Apple Music. Uh, if you want to direct uh, support us directly, Bandcamp is probably the best way to go to get merch. We have CDs on yeah. there. We don't have shirts available on there yet. Uh, so I, if you want a I shirt, you kind of got to go. It's just it's because I haven't done it. We gotta have we gotta update it. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, if you want to get stuff, you know, just catching us at a show. Yeah, you just know, DM maybe, us on Instagram or something if you want a shirt. It's, yeah, we'll fi- yeah. we'll figure it out from there. We're uh, we're, we're pretty chill about it. Um, this is just show up at our house. My address is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is my phone. This is my social security <laughs> number. Like, uh, but um, yeah. Uh, other than that, I mean, individually, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if you want to catch us individually. Yeah, I mean, I would just assume if you guys, because most what I've seen transpiring these days is most everybody is active on either Instagram or TikTok. It seems to Instagram seems to be like the new inbox where it used to be, oh, send us a message on Facebook. But now Facebook, I don't know, like I've been on Facebook, fuck, like. 15 20 years now and it's just this yeah for sure it, it, i feel like facebook is just it's not what it used to be and i think that it Dude, got it's, destroyed. it's a cesspool of drama it got destroyed by politics <laughs> and 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 just yeah. influential bullshit and all the boomers that are like have you seen my cat here he is and it's just this <laughs> fucking cat that's all blurred out and you don't even everybody yeah. is on facebook oh yeah <laughs> Dude, I remember the the minions mom meme or the minion mom memes. Oh god, it's I mean, uh, so it feels like I feel like Instagram direct message is is the way to go. And typically in the bios, there's there's more than enough information to where you can you know if you're trying to get in touch yeah, with somebody yeah. that, that you definitely can. Oh yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, same for me. Anybody listening to this, just you know, at ATX Metal Podcast anywhere. Website is atxmp.com, and obviously the. YouTube page is kind of dead because I don't do much video these days. It's more just audio. So anywhere you get your right. anywhere you get your podcast, that's that's where you can find me. Um, and then obviously my shameful plug on TikTok, just uh, ATX my podcast. Fair <laughs> enough. And that's what I forgot. We do actually have a YouTube. We do have YouTube. Oh, and that's yeah. where you can find all just, of our music too. Basically, just framing skeletons on everything. I mean, you'll you'll find it. You'll find us eventually. Yeah, there's not too many. There's not too many framing skeletons in the, yeah. in the search box. So uh, <laughs> there is another skeletons band, though. I think they're called Happy Skeletons. They're from Pure, I think. Oh, nice. Odd. Very enough. interesting. But you need uh, to make best friends with them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just a skeleton showcase. <laughs> Have the skeletons in the closet tour. Um, any final shout outs that you guys want to, uh, get out before we leave any, like any individuals or, or just fans, homies. Um, uh, I, I appreciate all the homies that have supported us thus far. Uh, shout out to my buddy, Paul, to my buddy, Julia, uh, all the, the introvoid Evren dudes, uh, obviously Dario, uh, prog space, uh, uh, bands like, uh, crimson void anathemia, uh, the great bands definitely need to keep your eyes out for them. Um, Stoneside, Stoneside too. Hell yeah, Man, Stoneside. Yes. Is okay. dope. Can, can I just take a pause real quick on yes. Stoneside? That fucking oh my goodness. Okay, I am building a show. It started out as a weekend run, and then I come to find out that that's a lot harder to put together than I thought. Uh, so. <laughs> 
I, it went from a weekend run in the middle of June to now due to like, apparently in San Antonio on Sundays, it's a complete wash. Like unless you have a headline, like a massive headliner name coming through or a big tour package, there's some bars that don't even open on Sundays. So oh, wow. steer, I'm not saying I'm not like shitting on San Antonio. I'm just, these are the facts. Uh, so now what we're doing is we're breaking up the tour. We're doing one date in June one date in August and one date in July or June, June, July, August. And it's going to be at the different uh, one in Houston is going to be a warehouse live. The other one in Austin is either going to be at come and take it. That's the primary spot. Cause that's my sponsoring venue. And then down in San Antonio, either Fitzgerald's or, or Rockbox or something like that. But Stoneside is a band that I literally just found through an algorithm on, on Spotify. I'm pretty sure. Or maybe it was a, Maybe it come from like Rob or somebody. I can't remember, but that is some excellent fucking music. I mean, great it, production too. It is. Mm. I mean, you want to talk about a wall of sound? Holy yeah, yeah. shit! And you're like, wait, that's a local band? Like, what the hell? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and when I found out they were from Houston, I was like, I've got to get this interview. And I really like. I I'm very excited for what they've got going on. Um just in the future because it's just the con the concept is cool and uh for those that are curious i actually interviewed uh their vocalist so you can just search up stoneside it's called digital footprints. Oh, yeah. digital footprints with stoneside uh out now so sorry to sorry to segue yeah. there um oh, no, it's no fantastic worries. segue it's great them, people so. yeah so i mean I, I i listen to that uh podcast too so oh well thanks for listening um, of course brian you got it's anybody you <laughs> you got anybody you want to uh, give shout out to uh, always my buddy, Nick, just because, uh, we do music together and he's just a Come on, Nick Haas? great person and a, yeah, Nick Haas, he's a great person, a person who supports us. And of course, uh, I mean, who wouldn't shout out their family there? They've been supporting me from day one with this music stuff. So yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then obviously Rob, who's in Stoneside, he's, uh, homie, an old music brother too. I've known him probably since I was 12 years old. So, wow. Yeah, so he's uh, definitely one I'll shout out, and that's good. That's good enough for me. Jeremy, round it out. Uh, yeah, same people. Honestly, <laughs> um, my my You're wife, just like but I can and paste. I can I can shout out to my wife at home. She makes me shout out loud. <laughs> uh, no, uh, yeah, I mean, just all all the people that support me, my wife, my family. Uh, my family's always been my number one supporters just because uh they have put up with me since i was a little kid yeah, and doing all this nonsense um <laughs> so uh yeah and then all my all my friends and family which i mean my friends are are, are these guys in the band and you know my buddy nick uh, our, our buddy rob um we kind of come from the same uh same group over there well cool man i i have had I, i've had such an enjoyable time it's re it's really interesting whenever i sit down and kind of prepare myself to talk to people that I've never met. But the cool thing is, is that I've learned to just kind of shed that mentality. And if I like the music, uh, and, and especially since we have so many of these connections like Nick and Rob and, and the various bands in between, it, it, it's, it's, it's cool the way that music can bring people together to just kind of share, share yeah. ideas and, and tell stories. And the fact that, you know, the upcoming, you know, LP that you guys got going on has like, that's the one thing I forgot to add. I know we kind of touched on it, but the the concept coming out is it like what is what do we have to look forward to for that? Like, is there like a theme to it? 
I, I can't remember oh, if yeah. we touched on that. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that'd be a better question for Brian to answer for the far as. Oh, but Jeremy, you haven't answered any questions lately, so <laughs> try to take it over. All right. Well, so the album is about a vampire or vampires, a family of vampires. Okay. Um, as far as the ins and outs of it, uh, I I don't know it as well as Brian. Okay. Okay. Um, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. I mean. <laughs> okay, so he's better than me. It's a vampire prince who has a human father who isn't the greatest king. He's the king of this place called Acrolot, which is basically rightful heir to Acrolot. Okay. And uh he finds out that his mother has been wronged, because uh, his mother is dead, and he finds out that there's been a lot of like really bad, horrible stuff going on under the like behind the scenes, and decides he wants to take his own father's life so that he can become the king and make the make the town right again so Whoa. it's a halfling son half vampire half human who wants to kill his father and become the king of Acrolot, um based on what happened to his late mother well then who is a, a full-blown vampire i uh damn i guess we'll just end it there <laughs> that's that's something to look forward to and i and whenever you guys start pumping out singles of the music video just shoot them to me i'll share them as much as i can to get as many eyes oh, yeah. on and, and ears but man i greatly appreciate all your time today sitting down talking to me and and, and going into the music because i think it's it, it, it's it's hard i'm not gonna say it's hard to find good progressive metal but it's hard to find good local progressive metal and that's not a knock on my local scene here i just I really like what you guys uh, have put together, you know, from beginning to end. And, and I look forward to everything coming out soon. Well, we awesome. very much appreciate well, that. And, and thank you so much for uh, inviting us to come on. Yeah. No, it's yes. It's, thank you so much. It's great. You know, I, I call this my voluntary obligation. It went from hobby to tee hee ha ha. This is fun to now it's like, oh, I can actually have an impact on on people's lives more than just, you know, making sure they're fucking car is fixed or their water's clean <laughs> so <laughs> right, right. so all right guys well have a good e have a good afternoon and uh, i'll let you guys know when all this is out and just shoot me over all the info and we'll uh we'll get it settled hell yeah hey, great, take man. it easy man all right, have a good care, day guys. and everybody listening have a good day all right bye <laughs> yeah <laughs> thanks man see.